I'm Alejandra Manian. I'm Daniel Chiu Castillo. And I'm Megan Miguel. Welcome to Talking Culture. Before we begin, we'd like to acknowledge that this podcast is produced on the traditional and unceded territory of the Ganyan Gahaga on the land known as Chiochiage. We recognize the Ganyan Gahaga as the rightful stewards of this land. So good to have all of three of us together. <laughs> One last <Hello>. episode. <laughs> One last episode, the end of season two. Mm-hmm. I want to say it's gone by quickly, but has it? <laughs> <laughs> so. Now that it's done, it's gone by quick quickly. <laughs> yeah, that's funny, actually. However, how with many things you think that they come fairly fast or you look back and you're like oh that that went by so quickly but actually <laughs> there was so much work that went into this season that it's like nope that was a lot of work <laughs> yeah i know big big plans and then that also ends up meaning a ton of work but i think that you know a lot of what we wanted to do this season got done and i think it was a great season so i'm feeling really happy with it yeah it was definitely our most ambitious i would say so far mm-hmm. And yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I was really happy with with what we were able to accomplish and, and the type different types of episodes we were able to do this season compared to our for first sure. couple I was, ones. Yeah, for sure. I was going to say the same. Like, I think that we're really starting to grow in terms of format and work, work with different types of storytelling. And that's really exciting. I'm excited to see what we end up doing in the next season. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I don't know, maybe we can just start start with a question like what was mm-hmm. what was your favorite episode from this season? It can be one that you worked on, one that you didn't, like what it what it was your guys' favorite from this season? To me one of my favorite ones actually ended up being the last one because it really showed me that well, first of all that you can figure it out when plans don't work out as well both (laughs) during the making of the episode and about like the actual message of the episode because uh you know as you guys we had some struggles or along the way of making that episode and and it was such a huge relief that it worked out and in then it working out it actually serves as a message that you know what we're doing isn't necessarily just useful in one specific way but it can always give back and and continue to be applied elsewhere. Totally. And like the possibilities open up when you are forced not to follow your specific plan. Right. And then all of a sudden, like, you know, all of this new, all of these new possibilities, all of these new exciting things can happen (laughs) when you are forced to, you know, force or choose to be a little bit more flexible. Mm hmm. Yeah, inadvertently really, really fit into the theme of possibility. (laughs) 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 What about you, Alejandra? Um, I will bookend this then and say (laughs) my favorite one was the first episode. Um, Yeah, (laughs) Uh, I mean, I really enjoyed all of the episodes that I worked on this season, but 
just having the opportunity to talk to Dr. Pandian and to start thinking about possibility from the beginning through our conversation with him was, I don't know, it was so amazing. I remember thinking when, after having that conversation with him, that, you know, this is what academic and thoughtful conversations are supposed to feel like. It felt like we had engaged with ideas intellectually, but that we were also like connecting as people and as people who are in the same discipline. And um, he was just so supportive and, you know, like, and wanted to also know about me and I wanted to know about his ideas too. And it just made me, I don't know, I guess it gave me a sort of starting point of like how I want my conversations with my peers and my the people that I look up to to feel like and to and to you know how I want them to go so that one conversation has sort of given me a way to think about what the possibilities of what academia can feel like in terms of your relationships with other people yeah I think you can really feel that in that episode I I have I listened to that more than once when it first came out because I was mm. excited for our new season and yeah. I found it like kind of inspiring but I haven't listened to it in a while so maybe I should go back um, but I could, you could feel that in that episode. I, I, I think like maybe because I know you, but <laughs> I hope that that came across to our listeners as well. Um, it was just like engaging. It was like you were hanging out with, you know, mm-hmm. two yeah. people you want to hang out with talking about stuff you're interested in. <laughs> I had been so nervous, <laughs> um, because, you know, like he's someone that I really, really respect. Um, and just that feeling of, just warmth and friendliness from the start of our conversation kind of caught me off guard. (laughs) Um, But, you know, it kind of taught me that even the people that you really respect don't have to make you feel less than, you know, that you can have, you can have conversations on equal footing with people who are farther along in their careers than you are and that you, that you look up to. And that has also something to do with the format, right? Because like one of the lovely things about podcasting and the kinds of interviews that it allows us to make is that it's not a panel, so we don't have to have this incredibly formal and detached sort of interaction with each other. So No, that's such a good point. You really embraced the format, so to speak, in that episode. Because, you know... Sometimes it might feel safer to be a panel, like to to pretend mm-hmm. to be a panel. But yeah, that was a really lovely episode. Yeah, no, that was yeah, that's a really good point. What about you, Megan? So I'm I'm gonna cheat, and I have two. <laughs> okay, because <laughs> I couldn't decide. <laughs> um, the first one, I think people probably won't. Uh, be surprised, but the interview I did with uh, Dr. Keisha Supernant and Dr. Natasha Lyons about mm-hmm. a heart-centered practice, which, again, like you, Alejandra, I was very nervous. I look up to them both a lot, um, mm-hmm. and they were so lovely and so generous with um, their thoughts and their just their kindness um, towards me through the whole process that, I, yeah, it's not something I'm going to forget soon, you know? <laughs> it was... Yeah, yeah. And I hope that others um, found it useful because I know it was a bit archaeology focused, but I think that a heart-centered practice is something you can take into other parts of anthropology and your life as well. 
No, totally. I mean, yeah, I'm deaf, as you obviously know, I'm not an archaeologist. And listening to that, I, it just seemed like it went so far beyond archaeology. And like, and I'm, I got the book as soon as I listened to the episode. And I'm really, I, you know, there's so many ways that we all should be integrating heart-centered practice into, into what we're doing. And I feel like it isn't very difficult to translate the archaeology context into a more ethnographic or otherwise context at all. And which one was the other one? Uh, it was the most recent one I worked on with Alejandra, mm-hmm. the mm. um, chair on job episode. I think just because it was something so different than anything we had done before. <laughs> and yeah. I I loved do. I mean, I like to write stories in my spare time. I don't do much of it right now. But <laughs> to be kind of in that format again, not that I did any writing, but reading through it and working on it with you, Alejandra, and... Um, doing the music and the sound for that episode was really fun and something I had never done before. And thinking back to like yeah. how nervous I was to edit <laughs> when we first started this and then taking on something like that now, it was like a kind of a big moment of how far I've come, you know, since since we started. No, for sure. And you, you did such an amazing job with the with the editing and with the music. Like, I, you know, I liked the story as a written story when I wrote it. I mean, I have lots of thoughts about it we can get into, but um, I, you know, I was happy with the story itself. But then listening to it after you had produced it and after you had, you know, added everything that you added, it made me remember, like, why I had wanted to do an audio story and why I had wanted to put this into the podcast context because it just filled it in so much and added so much texture and richness to the words that I had written. It just really, really, what you did totally brought it alive and was just so nice to listen to. (laughs) I had so much fun. I might have gone overboard, but I had fun. (laughs) No, it was perfect. (laughs) That was a really hard episode. Um, I... In my undergrad, I minored in creative writing, and so I had done a lot of, you know, story writing in the past, but I hadn't done, worked on any fiction in a long time, Um, and I had forgotten how hard it is. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's really, really hard. Um, And I think that one of the things that I ran into working on that episode was trying to do so much in a short amount of time. You know, like I, there were so many themes that I wanted to touch on and critiques of anthropology, but also like love of anthropology and trying to fit that all into a story that makes sense and that doesn't, isn't like five hours long. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah I feel like there probably is more that I could have done with it or things that I could have taken out of that story to just make it a little bit more, more coherent. But, you know, there... Yeah, I really just wanted to get all of my thoughts <laughs> into into one piece, and it was really difficult. But I think that 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 challenge was a really good way for me to think about think about anthropology, and that was kind of the point of the episode: is that like putting something into fiction, you you have to think about something a different way, and it you know forces you to kind of I don't know change the the words and the type of thinking that you're you're using around topics that you're otherwise pretty familiar with. Yeah, I mean, when I first read it, I could see how it would be like a novel. You know? <laughs> yeah, it definitely like, could have been. If I had expanded, yeah, no, it definitely could have been. <laughs> <laughs> 
And as we wrap up with the season's theme of possibility, this is actually a good way to ask, like, how do you think what we've learned doing these kinds of different episodes will inform what we will do next season with our new theme? Mm, that's a really good question. That's a great question. Um, yeah. I think, you know, just sort of expanding on what I was saying before about the Charon episode to answer your question, Danielle, I think that it is really exciting and really fun to expand our format. And I think that it's important and I think that it is something that, you know, I want to keep experimenting with and doing as our seasons progress. But I think that one thing I learned is that that's not easy. Like, we can't just decide to be experimental and creative, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, we can and we do and we will. Um, but that, but the, there's a lot of effort and work that's going to go into making our episodes more creative. And like, we have to remember that, well, at least I'll speak for myself. I have to remember that deciding to do something different means that there's going to, it's going to be harder and that there's going to be more work that is going to have to be put into it and more time that's going to have to be put into it, um, which I don't think I totally appreciated when I started working on the Charon job. Um, but that that's like, that's what's fun and exciting about it, you know? And that's like, why we're trying to do this in the podcast we don't want the podcast mm -hmm. to become something that's just like easy you know it, I, we want, I, I personally want to keep it something that I'm engaging with and like a challenging and you know really thoughtful way I guess yeah because it's not that interviews are in any sense easy as we no, <laughs> no yeah <laughs> but it's true that the different formats that we try to integrate, like the essays and the, mm -hmm. the short stories, do bring different challenges to the table. Um, yeah. And as you say, some unexpected ones. Because <laughs> I, 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 I think back of the film history, like the film ethnographic history, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and that was so much harder than I thought it was going to be. Because <laughs> it also... Yeah. Like you say, like, it's not fiction, but it, it reminds me of these same problems of, like, how do I condense this massive topic that I want to talk about in a listenable format that is not terribly long? So, yeah, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, and I think coming out of this season, for me, um, what I want to take moving forward is is to do more collaborative episodes, like more collaborative projects, because I, I really liked our collaboration on your episode, Alejandra, um, and mm -hmm. working with Adam um, on his episode early in the season. It was really fun to to help other people with an idea, you know, I mean, maybe I just yeah. like producing more, but, um, <laughs> but working, working together and, and talking about ideas and, um, like bringing what, what I see for an episode together with what they're seeing. And I really enjoyed that. So I think moving forward, it would be fun to do a bit more of that, not only to like kind of take the load off a little bit <laughs> by only doing, you know, a, a certain part of it, but also because it was so fulfilling kind of creatively and personally to work on those projects with you guys. Yeah, no, working with other people is fun. We love collaboration. <laughs> Do a lot of solo work around here. So. <laughs> yeah, no, it, yeah, it's so valuable. It just feels so good to be, mm -hmm. you know, creating something with somebody else. 
hopefully we'll get some people uh, wanting to submit ideas that we could work on with them for next season. Yes, <laughs> definitely. All of you listening, submit ideas <laughs> for the next season, um, which, you know, reminds me that we should probably announce what our next season is going to be and what we're going to be talking about so that all of these people who are really excited to submit episode ideas to work on can get thinking. (laughs) So, Danielle, you came up with the initial idea for season three. Um, So would you like to announce what it's going to be and kind of where you brought the idea from? Well, the idea came from the last episode where, you know, I was very, very excited to see how anthropology had an, we could say maybe like an afterlife after academia. And and then we started thinking about the ways in which, you know, we look at not just the theory of, of things, but definitely the kinds of practice that are involved in not only doing anthropology, but applying anthropology outside of the discipline. So that's when, in a discussion, all of us came up with the idea of practice as the new theme, um, which we think gives us enough of a broad landscape to explore of the different kinds of sense of practice, uh, both as a technique, but also a repetition. And maybe even bring it back a little bit to what Alejandra was saying of like, we need to practice how to do these other kinds of writing and creative endeavors in this podcast even no totally yeah i think that everything that you just said there and also just considering how much what we look at as anthropologists is practice too you know like how do people live their lives um what are the practices that they go through every day? You know, like what makes up the lives that are lived and, you know, what happens regularly throughout a community or throughout a life that makes it what it is. Um, So I think that this, what I love so much about this topic is that it can be both about what we do as anthropologists and then also involve, you know, the the topics that we're we're talking about as well um, in our own work or in in the work of whoever is going to be working with us next season. Yeah, I mean, I think that it builds really nicely on our on our last season's themes. So I was excited when we were doing possibility to think about um, possibility in terms of um, archaeological and anthropological method, and you know that seems to be where my mind goes maybe because I'm writing my proposal but um, (laughs) I'm yeah I'm really excited to think about practice a little bit in terms of theory um, in terms of you know of course working with community Um, yeah I think there's lots of ways to go with it and I'm excited to see what others might have to bring to the table on that topic Um, Anthropology is a, a big, a big wide world, you know, like there's lots of space to play in terms of that kind of theme. So I'm, I'm really excited to see what people come up with. Yeah. And what I like so much about the way that we focus our seasons around a theme is that we have a certain idea of what that theme means when we come up with it and when we announce it, but then there are so many other ways to think about it that people bring to us and that that's also that's just it's so cool to see 
how something can come out of like our creativity and go into someone else's creativity and turn into something totally new and totally different, but also like super relevant and amazing. <laughs> um, so in this summer, we are going to make an official announcement for season three and send a call out for submissions, idea submissions for episodes. So please keep an eye out for that. It'll be on our social media and on our website and everything. And don't worry, we will make ourselves very known when it is time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, please, you know, if, you're, if you've been enjoying Talking Culture, we would love to work with you. So, you know, get thinking about how you might want to think about the idea of practice and yeah episodes can be can be as you probably saw this season in any kind of format so if you're interested in bringing a topic to to talk about in an interview style that's totally okay just as okay as saying I want to write a long essay or a speculative yeah. fiction piece you know and we'll work with you so we're excited we're excited to see mm -hmm. what what the next season brings and we're excited to bring our ideas to you guys as well Three seasons, guys. This is gonna. This is wild. We're get <laughs> season three. We can do this. Here we go. Yeah, so excited. All right. Well, that's it for this week and this season, I guess. <laughs> um, this episode was produced by me, Megan McGill. Music by Justin Coper. Cover art by Sophia Melian. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. And come talk culture with us on Twitter at TalkCulturePod or Instagram at TalkCulturePodcast. And check out our website, TalkingCulture.ca, to pitch an idea or hear more from the McGill Anthro community. Anthropology is the end of season two. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> <laughs>